Hey everyone, welcome Behind the Bar. My name's Chandler Phillips, and with me as always is your other co-host. James Beery. Woo! 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 And it has been quite a minute since I have made my way back behind the bar, and boy, are there some new bottles. Yeah, and that is so interesting, because I don't know if you realize this, but the last few episodes we've done, we haven't stepped behind the bar. We haven't. We haven't. We've been barless. We've been barless. Bar none. Baron. Whatever you say there, sir. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I've, I've been a little preoccupied. And to the fans, I give my dearest regrets. And I'm sorry I let you down. We couldn't even come up with a cocktail this week. Well, because what I found this week, I'm really excited about. And I... Honestly, didn't want to muddle it in a cocktail. I thought it was something that, well, really, it was the first step in a collection um, presented by a local distillery, a local New York distillery, that uh, I would like to feature more of on the show. And so I wanted to give it kind of the, the spotlight it deserves in just being a neat do the thing. A neat I poured whiskey. I I neat. Thanks. Neat. Oh wow. Neat. <laughs> you know it'd be a neat poured whiskey. Well, who was the whiskey we're featuring today, Chandler? So today we got Springbrook uh Springbrook Farm Distillery and Iron Dak High Rise Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It's a handmade uh Whiskey from the and wait and iron Dak. That's a weird word to say. <laughs> what are these mountains? Are you familiar? Adirondacks. Adirondack. I D I R Adirondack. Isn't that yeah? That's where we get all the water for New- in New York. Oh, that's how you pronounce it though. Adirondack. Yes, I've never seen it written, but yes. Mm. Nestled in the foothills of the Adirondack Mountains, they produce handcrafted, high-quality spirits in a natural and innovative process. Located from five miles from Lake George, New York, in a quiet pastoral setting, Springbrook Holland Farm Distillery is located 200 acres of land. Wow, this is actually really interesting. They, they must really brew and bottle. They, they grow, brew, and bottle damn near everything on site. That's why I'm so I happened upon this distillery when I was at a uh, um, a hipster market in uh, Williamsburg and they had a kiosk there and I was like, ooh, alcohol. I'm uh, I'll, I'll catch up with y'all later. Go look at the clothes and the rocks and uh, the neat um, chest of drawers. I'm going to look at this booze. And so. I talked to uh, Lynn, who was the rep there, and she was super nice and super informative about, like, everything that goes on in the process and, like, how they're planning to expand their um, their mark or their markets and all that. And I'm like, I, I want to find this in other stores because they have a pretty extensive collection of different stuff they do. Like, we got their... Uh, uh, they're high rye bourbon this week, but they also have an award-winning blended straight bourbon. They also got you know your typical vodka because 
you know, you got to have something um, while you're waiting for your for your whiskey to age. But what really caught my eye was they got two sisters lemon cello, as well as well as an orange cello. Oh, I think two sisters is like um because they have a few things. They have a two sisters vodka, mm-hmm. as well as a two sisters of the limoncello and the orange cello, which I think is kind of like one unified brand. Right. And it looks really nice. It's like the little slim. I think um uh, the three hundred bottles. Right. Yeah, the the nice little tall skinny ones. They they kind of look like olive or like a oh like uh, olive uh, oil b- b- balsamic vinegar yeah. like really fancy. I also really, I'm kind of. Loving the look of the apple and maple moonshine. Ooh, those look like something we'll definitely have to feature come uh, October because they got a real dope, spooky-looking vibe. Honestly, I really vibe anything with that like that sweet maple finish is awesome. Mm, and, bourbon and maple go together. But this is a maple moonshine. Yeah, I love that. That so, sounds like so good. I fuck with that. N- one thing I thought you were going to jump to is the cowboy coffee i actually am not a uh, the, the largest fan of coffee favorite liquors and liqueurs right you know making a coffee cocktail yes you know but having coffee favorite liquor is not really it for me because they tend to sit between like 14 and 30 abv mm-hmm. and they tend not to i don't know i don't they taste funky to me well so what i got from lynn after talking about that because that was again one of the ones that jumped out at me was um, I asked if it was more like a Kahlua or more like a Jameson cold brew. And she said it's more like a Jameson cold brew that's been enhanced. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can see the their profile of the different things they use. They use Madagascar vanilla beans and cold brew coffee um, and a couple other little spices to kind of add a little sweetness. But it's not or from from what I was... From the information told to me, it would be something interesting in like a uh, espresso martini versus like Kahlua that you would use more in like a white Russian or something to sweeten. Like it doesn't seem like it'd be more of a sweetener, just kind of a, you know what I'm getting at? I, I, oh, so instead of, because usually those kind of things are used with something else. So it'll be two ingredients in the yeah. liquor. Like usually Whereas the a... coffee liqueur, that that would be just it with a whatever you're mixing it with instead. Like you would have your cowboy coffee with, I don't know, maybe a splash of um, some creamer. Or, or, <laughs> or, you know, do it up in like a some sort of fizz. Like a mudslide. Ooh, that would be interesting. I, I've never. I'm not a huge fan of a of a mudslide. It just sounds pretty like I don't know, not great to me. So here's the thing: we've talked before about how much we love rye. Uh, something about just like there's like a, a bitterness, a sharpness to rye, high rye bourbons, rye bread. It's sour. It's pungent. It's pungent, but also kind of has that same vibe that uh wasabi and mustard got where it really just resonates in your sinuses so mm. the thing is is that a high rye bourbon is all about the juxtaposition between like sweet and uh rye <laughs> whatever whatever that that 
that heavy, strong flavor is that you could describe as rye. It's not spice. It's not spice. It's more twang. But that's even, I guess I'm kind of thinking of more of like a malted rye is more twangy, kind of sourdoughy. But like, well, like a rye comes at you. It's not so much spice as it is sharp. And I think we kind of conflate that with spice because uh, the foods that we eat that tend to kind of have a sharpness to them. So here's the thing. Uh, bourbon, right? Again, like Willie said, what? New American charred white oak. You know, it's sweet, vanilla. Bur- bourbon's whole MO is cherry, to be like mellow. Super mellow, right? Then you got the rye. Bold. Powerful. However. Like a firecracker. Uh, this is not like. This is not. This is more mellow than a lot of typical rise. I'm getting caramel. I'm getting a lot of vanilla. Maybe uh, toffee. I think a better better than caramel. Um, uh, definitely the vanilla is very strong. Well, I think on the nose, what I'm getting is almost a little bit of sour apple. You get maybe some pineapple. Look at this fucking garbage guy. Come on, you're not getting cream? On the nose? Oh, no, no, no. Like, kind of, like, on the palate. On the, oh. I right. Like, I've, so. I've just been brushing it across my mustache. When 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 drinking whiskey and getting drunk, as we have been and are, <laughs> there's <laughs> tasting, it, however you want to drink it, it's fine. It's fun. But liquor has it's so complex it reminds you of things so there's a feeling in my mouth that's like reminds me of cream it's kind of like coating mm-hmm. it's a little sweet almost a little oily oh yeah or like fatty yeah i think oily or fatty lippity and that's from the corn yeah that's, that's why from, from the, the corn, corn and the rye because mm-hmm, it's a cereal they still got the isn't isn't that where canola oil comes from or where is canola? <laughs> i don't I, you know what? I thought canola came from cola, colo, canola from plant. <laughs> uh, it, it could. It's from the canola region. Otherwise, it's just sparkling corn syrup. Here's the real question. Is the Springbrook Adirondack High Rye not a sponsor? Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, obviously liquor brands aren't reaching out to us, please. Yet, wink, please. Wink. Um, do not you, that we're not available. <laughs> do you think that the Adirondack High Rye Bourbon deserves the Silver Matter at one at the New York State International Spirits Competition of what year? I don't know. <laughs> do you think it deserves it? I would say, yeah. I think this whiskey definitely deserves an award it's very mellow considered it's a high rye um for like i think they found a really good balance of having that rye up at front that kind of sharpness and then the finish is very mellow and creamy and they did a really good job of blending the um i think the malted barley is probably what gives you what gives just enough of that kind of sour at the at the front, and then the rye just kind of brings in that that almost candy toffee like sweetness. 
and then the bourbon at the back end just kind of brings that like uh like milk and honey vibe for me it's all about for me it's all about value right how much was this this was a forty dollar bottle forty dollars and ninety nine forty four dollars and ninety nine cents yes do you do you think that springbook Adirondack high rye straight bourbon whiskey at I don't even look at it I, I'm assuming it's eighty. Uh, oh, the uh, the proofage. Yeah, I'm assuming it's eighty proof. Forty um, percent. We're at forty three percent. Forty three. Okay. So eighty six. Yeah. That's a that's a little that's still that's unlike the average because low with low bourbon thirty. I mean, sorry, thirty eighty. And yeah. like in eighty the, to like eighty five. Yeah, that's like maybe a ninety in there. Well, that's when you start getting to like middle. You know, when it comes to the ABV. So, do you think that? This is good value at $44.99. Well, here's what I'll come at you with. Because the other ones that I know in the same price bracket that I really like are Slaughterhouse by um, Warren Swift and um, the Brooklyn 77. Now, typically, they're both kind of around like 50 or like 45 99 like. Somewhere between forty-five to fifty, those are two of my favorite um, local whiskeys, or I guess like a small, smaller distillery or craft. Dist- that's that's the word, craft distillery whiskeys. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and I'd say this competes with those. It's a totally different flavor palette from those, but being so, I guess. What uh, Springbrook has done here is they've managed to find something that's both traditional and unique because the high rye bourbon, that's kind of traditional for like northeastern U.S. being like bourbon is a um, more of a Midwestern, southern um, trademark liquor. And then as you go go north into Canada, the rye whiskey mm-hmm, becomes mm-hmm. more of the trademark. And so like a high rye bourbon, you would assume in the you know northeast or like just north northern parts of the US, that would a high rye bourbon would kind of come to come to fashion. Cause you got that sharpness that kind of jolts you warm when it's when it's cold. Less wheat, more rye. Yeah, because because you think about slaughterhouse, which I think splits the difference between the the rye and the wheat content. But slaughterhouse also has a hell of a lot more corn. Yeah, because I think slaughterhouse is like 80, yeah. 80, 85 percent yeah. corn. You know, it's like a high 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 corn content. So that is definitely rye. What slaughterhouse brings to the table is their is their casking. Because they got their untraditional Napa caskin from like cab or cab cab sav stuff. <laughs> cab uh, something. Cab 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 cab. Um, no, I would say this belongs on the same shelf that I'm seeing. Uh, like Eagle Rare. Um, I'd say this is actually a better bottle than Eagle Rare. It's a better bottle, but it's not a better bourbon. It's it's, not it's something better, different because Eagle Rare. It's not a, Typical bourbon. typical bourbon. Eagle Rare is very sweet, 
uh, like heavy maple, lots of vanilla, lots of cherry. That's what Eagle Rare is. It's sweet. It's perfect in old fashions. It's the yeah. kind of thing that you need to have on hand for cocktails. Whereas I'm not going to say that the Springbrook Adirondack uh, Rye, High Rye Bourbon Whiskey is, you know, for the only the discerning whiskey drinker. But if you are discerning, I can see you doing something like uh, making a Sazerac or a whiskey sour or old fashioned or something like with it or just having it straight. I can see that. I would really enjoy this whiskey with just a touch of ice and a splash of seltzer. I think that would be optimal because there's just such a complex boat of flavors in there that if you just give it time to open up that um it would be really enjoyable if you if you wanted to get zesty maybe throw in a little bit of um lemon just kind of around the rim take it fuck it up with some ginger beer ginger beer it 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 did taste really good with ginger beer but i think it's it's got so much potential like if i wanted a ginger beer and whiskey or a whiskey ginger i would just do like a i would use Eagle Rare, or I would use probably Bullet, or not Bullet, or uh, Redemption. Here's the thing uh, about Springbrook Adirondack High Rye uh, Straight Bourbon Whiskey that I keep saying like an ad because, okay, well, you know, just making it known that I can do branding. <laughs> the more we talk, like at first, I'm not going to say that I, was, I wasn't high on it, but for me it was okay. But the more we talk about it, the more I realize that like at like $40, you know, at $44 is the crazy price point because we've always said that, like, at $29, you get something that's pretty good. And when you get, like, over 50 you start getting much better bourbons. Like, you know, it's just, like, way better than anything that's fucking $30. At $44, it's in the middle. <laughs> you know, it's, like, the perfect price point. It's good in cocktails. It's, it's pretty good straight up. I'd say, yeah, 44 at $45 is the perfect price point because it is just demonstrative of its versatility as a uh, sip in bourbon and as a like feature in a cocktail. Wow. So what would you make with it? Um, an old fashioned. You know I love a fucking old you fashioned. Do with the old fashioned like that. Oh, like a Juicy ass cherry boy, a little bit of the, ooh, the orange, nice the oils. You know, I could actually see this being really interesting, and is a uh, like a gimlet. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah, I fucking, I f- you vibe with that. That, uh... I fucking want a Kimlet now, boy. <laughs> well, this is we've we've been behind the bar. We've invited you to come and learn with us and enjoy things with us. Oh, uh, so what we're drinking today is the Adirondack uh, High Rise Trade Bourbon Whiskey from Springbrook. The link for it is going to be in the show notes. Um, Check. I'm gonna on... see if I can fucking get a. Affiliate link. I wonder how I do that. I, mm. Anyway, they also have a website. Visit their website because, uh, you know, that should be the, that'd be really cool. Also, this is a new thing for everyone. Okay. They did not pay us to do shit. No, so, yeah, no. so 
We're just pretending to really like them and kiss some ass. Please. I mean, we do actually really like them. And the uh, ass it's kissing so is good. Really... It's so good. Um, okay, so that's been behind the bar. I guess we got to leave. Wait, but before they leave, remember to also check out. Oh, shit. Um, I forgot you, we do a didn't. show. Yeah, we do the Was That in Good Taste? On Wednesday. After this, mm-hmm. this is on Monday. This is on Monday. We're recording it as you hear it. So yeah, just you know, listen to what we tell you to do. Check out things, and um, you know, live your life according to uh, two voices in your head. Anchor dot com. Anchor dot com. We'll hold you down until you drown. <laughs> Anchor dot com will hold you real tight the way that your mother never did. Anchor.com, because sometimes the old ball and chain needs a little bit more edge. Oh, that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was Behind the Bar. My name's been Chandler, and his name's been James. And come back now, you hear? But don't be here now, because it's it's closing time. I love you. Anchor.com makes you listen to podcasts. Anchor.com. <laughs> That's it. Anchor.com. No one will love you the way that I love you. Anchor.com. Anchor. I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>